Welcome back to episode two of Sports Talk, the Canadian side of Detroit, Michigan sports. I'm your host, Steve. Please follow and subscribe on your favorite listening platforms. On today's episode, last week I invited my buddy Dave on to talk about the Tigers, Lions, and Pistons. Hey, brother. How's it going, brother? Not too bad yourself. Oh, I'm absolutely outstanding, man. Absolutely outstanding. Really excited to be on your podcast. Thanks. So uh, tell the listeners uh, how we met around uh, seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. If, if memory serves, of course, I'm getting up there in age. Uh, we, uh, You guys were regulars. You and your wife were regulars at uh, the store I used to work at. You know, being being only three hours from the Detroit-Windsor border there, uh, you know, there, we do have our handful of Detroit fans up here still. Uh, so whenever I see uh, anybody wearing Detroit stuff, I always happy to kind of start a conversation with them. And it just so happened I came out of an aisle one day, saw you guys decked out in, in some sort of gear. It's been, it's been too long for me to remember exactly what gear it was, but... Uh, you know, it gave me the inclination to start a conversation with you guys. And, uh, you know, that turned into talking to you guys every time you came into the store and uh, turned into, you know, connecting over like, you know, Facebook and social media and all that and uh, getting together to watch games and uh, over the years going to games. Cause a couple of years ago, we went to Tigers on that uh, that really cool uh, cheap ticket night during that stretch when Detroit was really bad. Washington was outstanding and Detroit managed to steal a win that night we were there. So that was always always something I look back on fondly. So and uh, here we are now. uh Again, seven years later and, you know, friends and buddies and sports fans. And it's been wild, man. And I love it. Friendship means the world to me and it's going to mean the world to me for the rest of my life. So, yeah, it's been a it's been a wild ride. eh? Yeah, absolutely, man. And it feels good, man. It feels good. <laughs> it's uh, I love I love talking Detroit sports more than anything and having having friends that are detroit fans it just means the world to me right so not that i want to bring it up but that border guy oh boy oh yeah that's a that's a story and a half yeah that'll be uh that'll be <laughs> yeah i remember all the way back i made the whole car ride uh laughable when it says hey tiger fans what right yeah i know yeah all because he uh sensed that my wife uh had a i mean you could look at her passport and tell she wasn't from Canada too, but she's from England. Right. And, uh, that went from what should have been, in my opinion, like a nice quick trip through the border to sitting in, sitting in customs there for uh, a while, a bit of a while. And, uh, uh, I, I thought I thought, I thought your car was getting torn apart and I apologize for that. If it did, I don't know if it did. I don't think it did, but you know, it was, uh, it was a good ride though, man. That guy, uh, the guy, what was it? He needed my wife's last name, so Talkers fans, like you know, to get our attention, right? You know, even though I'm pretty sure everybody in there, or not everybody, a lot of the people in there were going to the game too. So more than more than our heads, you know, turned. But you know, <laughs> uh, it's a good, good, good memory looking back at it. Even though I wasn't really fond of his behavior at the time, but I guess he's just doing his job, so I'll never get mad at somebody for doing their job. But you know, <laughs> exactly, because I called him. What What's Ice doing? Ice from the Gladiators doing working at the yeah. border. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he sounded like. <laughs> Tiger fans, what's the name? What's the name, Tiger fans? It was good times, man. I love that. Yeah. It's like, chill yeah. out, dude. Like, yeah, like my man. Like, we're only here to go to a game, man. Like, All right. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit of Tigers and how the Tigers are doing right now. Well, as of right yeah. now, as of today, they're, they're only uh, four games under 500. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, my thoughts on that is I thought I thought this was going to be another year like the past couple of years uh, going into it. I thought uh, uh, I, I didn't think. Um, well, I, I mean, I don't know what AJ Hinch and Chris Fetter and all them are saying into their ears and all that, but uh, I, I, I even sense it overall like a, a better morale uh, in the locker room. I think I think um, care. That's that's the big thing, and obviously most of them are kids, so you know that's good, right? But uh, it's uh, I'm, I'm glad they're they're doing well. Uh, we still got a bunch of 
uh, young kids in the farm too that haven't even been called up yet, right? So if uh, if Detroit can hover around 500 for the rest of the year, to me that's a that's a win. Um, I expected another top five pick, uh, bottom five in the standings, obviously, and uh, it's just whatever whatever these guys are saying to them, it's it's great. And uh, you know, I I saw that uh, so, so, or, excuse me, uh, Jonathan Scope extension. I, uh, I I was preaching to everybody who'd listened that he would get traded at the deadline, and um, I'm happy that I was proven wrong. Um, Obviously, uh, the, the clubhouse really likes him. Uh, he's, they look up to him, and he's, he's you know he's not even necessarily old, right? He's only twenty nine or thirty, I think. But uh, as soon as they realized they were keeping him after the deadline, they extended him, and I, I wonder if that even means uh, they're looking into getting spending a bit more going forward uh, after this season. Because I remember somebody uh, talked about Chris Illich even hinting at that in an interview, and you know that'd be nice. I think. You know, what are your thoughts on that, bro? Do you think uh, they're ready to spend and ready to compete going forward, or? another year of being bad or what, what do you think? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say another year of being bad. Number one, I think you got a AJ, AJ Hinch has got to be, you know, almost manager of the year. Right. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, And it's like, yeah, you got to wait and see, because guys got to come back and be healthy. Right. Like Turnbull's got to come back, be healthy. Right. As well. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just need, we just need to figure out the little places. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, we got to figure out shortstop. Yep. I love I love Zach Short. He's a mm-hmm. great fielder, but he's not a great hitter. And no, then yeah. Got- yeah, yeah. Right now he's not hitting the broadside of a barn with a uh, beach ball. So. And then you know yeah. what? We all love Robbie Grossman. He's a hitter, mm-hmm. but he cannot yep. field. He reminds nope. me yep. of Magler Ordonez. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the bat is legit. The eyes are legit. <laughs> Everything at the plate's legit, but that uh that that defense and say that uh, across the board the most of the defense in the field leaves a lot to be desired too i um i uh i'm a big uh i shouldn't say i won't say i'm a big stat guy but i uh you know numbers and not just in detroit it's you know anywhere that has errors uh or not even just errors but also it leaves a lot to be desired i think uh pitchers numbers go up you know if a ball could have been fielded with a little extra effort that but doesn't really constitute as an error you know it it just it's annoying seeing you know less than admirable defense out there right because i mean the further aside from the team the people that get hit the most are the pitchers for that but and that's just exactly oh yeah yeah, i totally agree plus like we're not you know we're not major league talent ourselves but then there's putting guys in places where you know maybe they're not like you know in a few years yeah zach short's gonna be a great shortstop mm-hmm. right yeah and rather see robbie a dh than yep. a fielder right like you know like little things right yeah i agree 100%. Um, the, bull, the bullpen the bullpen's the bullpen's a lot better yep. just depends on the team we play and we're mm-hmm. right like we we most of the time we're a terrible away team we're great yep. at home but we're yep. awful on the road like, we, we are, are, yeah. <laughs> I think we're yeah I think we're 10 games I think we're 10 plus games below 500 on the road that sounds right yeah yeah right last time I looked at it we were 22 and 34 or something like that oh, right yeah. that sounds about right but uh, yeah. I think uh, that, that, that uh, Motown vibe really uh, I think it really resonates with the team right because they uh I mean not every not every game where they play spectacular or there's really clutch hits or whatever happened in Comerica Nice moments on the road too, but uh, I think uh, I mean that goes with just about every team too, right? Home home crowd really um, 
no, it's like having another player out there, right? You know, just, you know, you feel the love as a player and as a manager too, coach too. I'm sure they feel the love too. And uh, I don't know, maybe it just gives it more of a, like a, yeah, like I said, like I, you know, like, you know, a crowd. And I mean, I, I don't like bringing this crowd is nicknamed the sixth player, right? Or something like that, right? So I think that can, part, part of that can constitute to just home field sort of stuff, but and the Miggy watch, the Miggy watch for 500, yeah. like that's yeah, that's got everybody yeah. watching, right? Yeah, it's been it's been really fun, man. And, uh, I've been watching with uh, lots of angst every at bat, and I'm just I'm just hoping for it because it's to me like obviously it's gonna be really exciting. It's gonna be a great moment, but it's sort of like a uh, uh, I don't want to say it's a weight off my shoulders because I have no stake in it. I don't have a I mean aside from being a fan, I don't have a stake in it. It doesn't really affect me at all, but it uh, I feel like a bit of pressure there too and you know every every pitcher he's going against knows what's going on and they don't want to be the guy to give up that home run too right so it's it's you know it, while it's a, it's going to be fantastic and it's going to be great it's also been sort of like uh i don't want to call it a hassle but you know what i mean yeah i know i totally know what you mean and, and yeah. we're not red sox fans and he's the last one to do do it right david Ar- yeah. Ortiz, 2015 right six mm-hmm. years ago kind of red Sox off of the board and have a tiger in there for 500 home runs for a while yeah. that would be great i'd be okay with that yeah that's <laughs> yeah of the upcoming season for the lions yeah i think um well I, i'm still uh I'm still in recovery mode after losing essentially the entire offense there, aside from uh, Hawkinson and Swift. Uh, you know, Jones, Galladay, uh, and of course, number nine's gone too. All off to you know bigger and better places right now for their you know careers. I know uh, all of them are in win now mode for themselves. I'm not necessarily sure lines are. I think they have a great start. I think um, even though it hurts to lose number nine, uh, the, I think the return was fantastic. Um, and I know I'm not, uh, draft picks were way more than I would have ever imagined. And uh, you know, I know golf sort of under underperformed given expectations, you know. But I think um, he's only twenty six. Um, you know, he's got a lot of football left in him. There's three years on the contract, I think. So uh, you know, see what he's got. Um, and if he you know pulls a rabbit out of the hat and plays really well, then that's even more of a win. Um, uh, my wife pointed out the other day that he looks a lot like Ryan Gosling. Uh, so I would I would hope that. You know, I know Ryan Gosling's a good-looking guy, so I hope that you know maybe ups jersey sales. You know, we always uh, gotta let gonna... the females do that, right? The females, yeah, absolutely, always... yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I think um, I don't think it's gonna be a good year. Um, you know, just my my head says that. Uh, I think uh, the O line might surprise people. Um, I think that that draft pick they got, uh, Panay Sewell at seven, was I, I don't think any business being there at seven. I uh, I, I really hope. If I was a Bengals fan right now, I would hope that they made the right pick with with the right wide receiver chase from LSU there, Joe Burrow's old uh, throwing buddy there, right? But because after watching him go down, that was I just don't know why you wouldn't pick an O line. But uh, no, after seeing um, you know Decker got his extension last year and uh, Ragnar just got his extension, and they they still have Vitai, who I think um, I think he might be a bit overpaid right now, but uh, you know he didn't even get to play enough last year to show what he's got really. And then Sewell looks fantastic already and they're raving about him and in practice in the media and all that. Uh, so I think that O-line could be nifty and you know, if the O-line can give Goff enough time to make a play or Swift enough time to create a route for himself, I think it could be exciting to watch. Like predicting let's like, so cause nobody's right or wrong till the end of the season. No, you're so right. Predicting yeah. their record. Where do you have, where do you have the lions this year? Uh, I think if everything goes well, Maybe five wins, maybe. 
um, they they always they always end up stealing a win or two from a good team. Um, I remember uh, was it they they almost stole one from Kansas City a couple of years back, uh, and they ended up winning that that Super Bowl. The year before that, they stole one from New England, who ended up winning that Super Bowl. Um, you know, there's yeah they they so they're they're young guys and they're guys who are you know there's guys who are fighting for contracts on that team, right? So they're you know a lot of them are you know in it to win it, even though the the talent level might not match those of better teams. Uh, but I think I think maybe five. Um, if, like I said, if everything goes well, if injuries don't, you know, destroy the whole team like they have before. Um, but what do you think? What do you think? Well, you're a little bit more generous than I am. That, yeah. that schedule, like that, that schedule, that schedule's tough to go it's to wild. go first. Green Bay, Baltimore, and then Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a tough start, right? Yeah. Um, I, I got them, I got them around three, four wins. So we're kind of in the same ballpark. right? Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be good. Yeah. That's, that's like if they get more than what we say, Hey, we'll be happy. Do I think yeah, they're a 500 club? Yeah. No, I don't think they're a 500 club. <laughs> no, me neither. But no. yeah, I think, um, yeah, like I said, I think the O line is going to provide opportunity, but uh, I'm not I'm not excited about the defense. Um, you know, I, I never really am with that team. Um, but you know, it's, I'm still going to watch every game, of course. Uh, several of them with you, I imagine. Um, and yeah, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be fun. I think uh, I, I really like uh, I really like Dan Campbell the person. Uh, I, I haven't seen him coach enough games to decide if I like him as a coach or not. Uh, but at the very least, he's entertaining. Um, I, when I first saw when I saw that first interview with the kneecaps and all that, and all the comments about biting kneecaps, uh, that sort of sold me on him. Just I, I like the, I, I like, uh, <laughs> I don't really know how to describe this. I, I like personality, if you know what I mean. like. Uh, I like that. You know what I mean? Entertaining. Uh, you know, Patricia uh, seemed pretty dry in a lot of his interviews. I found, um, and. You know, it's always good when the coaching staff likes you too, right? Or and the other way around too, I guess. Um, because you know, we we heard all the nightmare stories with Patricia and what Darius Slay, you know, tweeted the other day about how he doesn't care about uh the Lions game unless Patricia was playing or whatever he said. And I'm just like, well, wow, you know, harbor ill will all you want, man. But you know, it's just speaks volumes about how they felt about the guy, right? But move yeah. on to the pistons detroit yeah. basketball detroit basketball baby yeah no it's uh i think what are your anytime, thoughts, bro? i want to hear your thoughts yeah, yeah I, I think anytime i don't care if it's summer league anytime mm. you beat a team called the lakers yeah you, t- you feel take good it. yeah and they it feels good without cade playing last night they played yep. a great game yeah great they game. are certainly did man um uh, Saban Lee had a nice showing out party there. He, um, I've, I've always been skeptical of his uh, lack of his outside shot, and uh, obviously one game in the long run means absolutely nothing. But he, uh, I think his form looks a little better. He flicks the wrist a little better, I think, from at least from the eye test. Um, so he, he played well, and uh, you know, stealing a win from LA, like you said, is fantastic, right? Because uh, you know, they, while I'm not as sold on their prospects in the G in the summer league team as much as their fans are, because, you know, I don't want to rip fan bases, but you know, how Lakers fans can be. Um, no, it was nice to sort of keep, uh, keep them down and keep them quiet. And, and, uh, I'll even add that we didn't have Killian Hayes, didn't have, um, 
Um, still, Isaiah Stewart hasn't played a minute all of summer league, and I don't think he will. Uh, and Isaiah Livers either didn't have him. So, and Bay, yeah, but, um, Bay played. Bay played a good game last night too. Yeah, he did, and he's uh, he's awesome, man. I think he's a very uh, very uh, underappreciated part from uh, from an outsider's perspective, right? Obviously, you know, we uh, we know and love him very well, um, very much rather. And uh, yeah, he uh, he looked good, and I think. Um, I don't know what the roster is going to look like come uh, Monday when they play Orlando because Hayes is on concussion protocol and that can I think that can carry over a couple days at least and uh, they're not going to play any games with Cunningham either right so they'll uh, if they uh, if his knee's still bugging him they're not play. I also want to talk to you about Luca Garza bro what are your thoughts on him Oh buddy I was waiting yeah. like I want more of this kid I love yeah. this kid and remember I told mm-hmm. you this is the reason why. Um, we moved along Plumley because yep. I think this guy, oh, this guy's the next big thing for Detroit basketball too. I'm good with that, man. He, uh, I agree. I think um, my my critique on him all last year was because uh, I watched, I watched, I didn't watch like all of Iowa's season, right? Because I'm not a, not a big, uh, you know, Iowa guy. But uh, you know, I kept tabs on Garza because he just, you know, in a league that's all about three point shooting at the next level, like the one that he was getting ready for, he was, you know you know, banging down low and, you know, hit, hitting all that. And, but then he also stretched his game to outside too. And I thought that was cool. Cause like, it's not often you see, uh, you know, stand seven feet that can, you know, shoot 44% from three. Right. I thought that was pretty wild. Uh, and again, my, like, like many people, my critique on him was he had fun running down the court. He looked like he, um, looked like he, you know, shortness of breath even too. Right. Like, uh, you know, he's not going to be, I don't blame him. But then the, when word got out that he dropped, what, like 28 or 29 something pounds since the end of that season, like that's huge. That's huge, right? That's like, a, you know, a tenth of your weight. And looking down, um, looking looking at the games now and seeing him, you know, he, he busts his tail down that floor, right? He's still not the fastest guy out there, nor will he ever be. But, um, you know, if, if he can get down there and there's still 20 seconds left on the shot clock, you know, you st- there's 20 seconds is a lot to do, a lot, a lot of time to work with still, right? So I think, uh, with the 50, 52nd pick was where they took him. Why not take a flyer, right? Oh, right. Like, yeah. It's an exciting time for, for basketball yeah. in Detroit. Like we might, we're not going to be, we're not going to be near the playoffs. We're not going to say no. that, right? But we're going to be better than we were a year ago. 100%, man. I think, uh, I think, um, well, I, I don't think there's going to be the, the, the deliberate resting like there was at the end of this year. I, uh, I, as much as I don't like to admit it, I think, uh, it was in the ambition of the organization to lose games at the end of the year. I like seeing that, but I also really like seeing Cade Cunningham on my basketball team. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll let it slide, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I think, I think they're going to look good. I think um, obviously Sadiq Bay's made strides. He, you know, there, there's, there's always a list of players who are at the end of every summer league that didn't, uh, that, that people think didn't need to be in summer league. And I'm sure he'll be on everybody's list. Um He's awesome, right? And uh, you know, I think even uh, going into the season, it was a three-year deal he got, and there, there were many people saying uh, they would have had him in the first round had he not got hurt, too, right? I think um, I think uh, Troy Weaver and Cole made a great pick with that one because uh, you know, I mean, we've seen it in Detroit, right? Guys get hurt, first-round picks get hurt, uh, they miss significant time, and they declare for the draft, and they fall in the draft because they got hurt, right? Like we saw it with Bruce Brown just a few years back. Uh, I had him slotted in at, uh, I think, like uh, maybe just after the lottery going into that draft. Um, 
and then he ended up falling to them at 42 and they nabbed him and I was ecstatic, right? And he had, now he plays key minutes in the playoffs for one of the best teams in the league, right? And then uh, even a little bit before that, we saw uh, Spencer Dinwiddie uh, fall in the draft because he missed uh, half his his junior year or whatever. And now, you know, he just got a big contract with the Wizards and, you know, his last healthy season, he dropped 20 points a game on good splits and all that. And then uh, even before that, we saw world champion Chris Middleton get picked in the um, – uh second round back in the in the drum and drop too right so uh obviously they gave up on these guys too early i think but uh you know when when you have second round picks uh you, i think the best guys to pick are the guys who would have went first round had they not gotten hurt right i think i think you can't go wrong with that you know the, the worst case they're they don't make the team you know they're in they're in your g league team but best case they play like a first round pick i'll play the draft stocks so totally agree hope everyone was entertained by my buddy Dave and heard how knowledgeable he is on our Detroit sports teams. A new segment called Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. Thumbs down to the Tigers for getting swept by the Angels, two winnable games that we somehow lost. Thumbs up to the Pistons for starting the Summer League 0-2 and winning three straight games to finish 3-2. The Tigers are off Monday, then head to St. Louis for a short two-game stint. The Lions are currently 0-2 and play their last game of preseason this Friday versus Indy at home. The Pistons will open training camp September 28th. First game of the season is October 20th versus Chicago at home. Some big news for the podcast. In two weeks, episode three, I will chat one-on-one with former three-time World Series and Detroit Tigers coach Trent Clark. Shout out to my friend Reed for listening and giving me some feedback. Listeners, please send in your questions, comments, so you can be on a future episode of Sports Talk. I'd like to thank all my listeners from Canada, U.S., and as far as Germany. Yes, Germany. I would like to thank Dave for joining me, and also my wife, Kelly, for helping with co-producing. Until next time, keep talking Detroit sports.